Welcome to Discipleology, a podcast where we talk about all things discipleship. Mary and Chris, this week we get to talk about gratitude. Um, but years ago, I took a spiritual gift test, and it it was so awful that my exhortation number was actually negative. Um, I do not exhort people. I do not edify people. And so what, what I learned two decades ago is that I need to be intentional about that. I have really tried hard to encourage people more. Now, I'm not good at it still, but I'm better at it now. And so what what is a um, what the step or the, what the process was for me was to simply be more gracious, be have more gratitude toward the people that I work with or interact with. So at the very, very beginning, let's just define what gratitude is. What are your thoughts? First, I feel like we need to congratulate you for being able to get a negative on a spiritual yeah, gift test. You. I thank don't you. even know how that I works. I didn't think that was possible. No, no, it's possible. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you've shattered the ceiling, Andrew. <laughs> or the, Nowhere to go from or the here. Or the floor. No. You shattered the floor. <laughs> yeah, but I think gratitude is exactly what you said. It is uh, expressing our thankfulness for what God has done, expressing our thankfulness for what other people have done, what God is doing through them. It's just giving thanks as, as simply as it is. Yeah. I, I see it as a, um, a posture of thankfulness. Um, one thing that has really changed my attitude, cause I'm, I'm probably pretty close to you when it comes to that. Although I don't think I got negative mm-hmm. cause that's a whole different level of non exhortation, but it's pretty low, but for me, it started a few years ago thinking about how do I go to God? Because what I found was when I would go to God in prayer, most of the time I started with needs. God, I'm going through this. This is happening in my life, you know, financially or relationally. God, I need this. I need you to come through. And then I heard a message where, um, where the, the pastor encouraged us to start with a list of gratitude, to actually start your prayer time with, God, I'm thankful for, mm. and to list out the things that God has done for me. And that really changed my mindset for the whole day. If I could start with, God, I know that I'm to be thankful because you have given me so much and I need to think about those things first before I even get to what is needed or things that are needed, then that changes my attitude towards other people. Right. And so I think there's even a, a physiological change that happens in you whenever you start noticing, man, I could, I could really say thank you for this, or I, I'm, I'm grateful for X, Y, or Z as we're going about our lives. Um, so how does it look practically? What are some things that we can do um, in the home? that would help us edify those around us and be grateful for people? Yeah, well, I think it can be as simple as just sharing what you're grateful for around the dinner table. Um, I've found that gratitude is, uh, is really just noticing, noticing people, noticing things, noticing what God has given you. And so just giving an opportunity around the table for your family to take a minute and say, what are we thankful for today? I I think we're really good at having a posture of like, oh, this isn't working or I need this or we're constantly uh, thinking inwardly and gratitude forces us to think 
outwardly. It makes us think about other people. It makes us think about all the good things in our lives. And it does like you said, I mean, I I do think there's something physiological that happens when we change our posture. And I, I want my kids to grow up with that posture every day. And so the way to make that happen is just repetition. Mm -hmm. It's getting up in the morning. We like to talk a lot on the drive to school. And so we'll talk about uh, just things as we, as we drive down the road, we're thankful for uh, the trees that God made so that we have oxygen to breathe. We're thankful for Dunkin' Donuts because on Saturdays we get donuts and that's, that's what we do. And so uh, just having that posture of gratitude, throughout it's in a lot of ways it's a very similar concept to to Deuteronomy 6 where it's saying like hey write these words on your doorpost share them as you're coming and as you're going and so we can we can really have that same posture with with gratitude so it, it almost feels like a discipleship again is intentionality and availability a little yeah. bit of intentionality with gratitude goes a really long way absolutely yeah i particularly like in the work situation or in a church uh, staff um, situation, I like to uh, catch people doing things right. Mm. Because as a manager, as a pastor, a lot of times you look for what people are doing wrong so you can correct them Mm -hmm. or you can help them. And you don't spend enough time just finding things that they're doing right and then congratulating them, celebrating them, and, you know, edifying them in that moment. Also celebrating wins. You know, I I found that if you're uh, in a work situation or a church situation and you've got an event or you've got a goal coming up, you spend a lot of time working toward it. And then when you get there, you look to what's next. Mm -hmm. Because for church, it's always next Sunday, there's always Monday, you know, so you don't take the time to celebrate and congratulate the people that made uh, that event or that goal happen. And so just slowing down enough where you can do that. And then another just little thing that um, I learned from a mentor of mine years ago is seeing the person in front of you. Um, you know, you know, those people that uh, that always look past you. They always look over you, even though they're talking to you, they're looking for the most important person in the room hmm. or the person that, um, you know, is, is uh, in, a, in a better position than them. If you take the time, if you recognize the person in front of you and make them feel special, that is going to build gratitude. That's going to build that uh, exhortation that you don't know anything about, Andrew. I'm learning. I'm learning. That's why y'all are here to teach me. <laughs> So if we are to practice gratitude, um, it's, a, it's a posture that we're living in. I think that it is one of those issues where um, everything around us becomes better, becomes lighter, becomes easier because we're recognizing the good versus the you know correction that we're looking for. My spiritual gift test again told me it was like I was high in leadership, but that's I'm super stick versus carrot, right? I am a stick. I will come along and, and make sure you're doing things right. And my hope is that I'll make you better. But in this shift, I've tried to learn that it is the good. It is the find the good in what people are doing. Uh, congratulate that like you're saying, celebrate that like you're saying. And then they want to do it more. So this isn't a manipulative way of trying to get people to do what you want. It's a genuine, honest gratitude for making this better than what I could have done on my own. So Sunday morning, 
at church, absolutely, it is more than just the senior pastor or is more than just the youth pastor that is making Sunday morning happen. Uh, the the janitors at our church when I worked at, uh, in Dallas, it was one of those like I I loved those guys because they made my job so much easier. And so just saying thank you. Uh, a lot of times it feels too small or too trivial, but it is those moments that matter the most. Mm-hmm. Um, thanking Dunkin' Donuts for existing. That's right. That is a big deal. Um, and teaching our kids to live in that gratitude, I think, is is really great. Celebrate what you want repeated. Yeah. And that's even within me. Um, you know, if when I when I'm having a tough conversation with somebody that works for me or somebody just in my life, say, you know, you go into a gas station and the person behind the counter is rude. The, the automatic reply or for me is to be rude back, mm-hmm. to have an attitude of negativity mm-hmm. back. Unless I slow down and I think about what, what did they go through this morning? Mm-hmm. What is their life like? You know, what, what, what kind of circumstances are they facing? And then understanding from their side. And if I have the time, if, especially if it's somebody that works for me, it's taking the time to say, you know what? What's going on in your, in your life? Talk to me about, um, you know, how things are, not just at work, but how are things in your home life and understanding where they're coming from. And that's going to change the entire tenor of the conversation and where it's going um, away from negativity and hopefully to, uh, to positivity and to uh, gratitude. Yeah. And those conversations are ones, at least the way that I am wired, I'm far more likely to remember those hard conversations than the kind words or the encouragement. And so um, I've always heard like you really need four or five pieces of encouragement to counteract that one corrective conversation you had to have. I think that's true with kids as well. Like we want our kids to know that we're championing them and and that we're for them. And so too much correction uh, can really stifle that can really um, we've even seen, you know, uh, too many of those in a day and and your kid kind of shuts down and they're kind of done for the day. We have uh, our son will say like, this was just not, this is the worst day ever um, when he, if he gets in trouble a couple of times. And so we've really learned when we catch them doing good and when we can encourage that those, those times are often so fleeting uh, in their mind that they just need to be reminded again that we are grateful for them, that we're thankful that God is working in the way that he is in their lives. And so it is something, it's something I need repetitively. It's something the people who work with us need repetitively. It's something those in our homes need repetitively. And even within like a small group situation, there's just so much room for us to encourage and, and show gratitude towards those who are around us. I was just thinking, which emails or comments do we remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We remember the negative ones, mm-hmm. especially if you do anything public, like if you speak or if you write a book or something like that, you forget about the the ones that are, hey, it's great. It really blessed me. Yeah. You remember that one that even if it was a, a, a perceived slight, mm-hmm. you're always going to remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never received any of those type of comments. Oh, so I don't well, know. I don't right know what then. that's like. Well, all five stars. Uh, right. All, all five stars. <laughs> uh, once upon a time, uh, my wife and I were flying 
somewhere and our our fly got canceled and they all said rush to the to the lady she's going to take care of you and my wife and I are standing in line and she's making me practice how I'm going to talk to this gate agent and I'm like I'm going to be fine everything's going to be okay we practice it it's perfect I get up to the to the gate agent and all that goes right out the window and my wife's response was, you are so entitled. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it about a little bit of humility that allows gratitude to flourish? Uh, something that you said earlier, Chris, was that we just need to slow down. In a day-to-day, when I've got my calendar booked solid, I've got an agenda to go, 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 go. And gratitude slows me down. And that's great. It's a little bit of intentionality to slow down. Talk to, talk to me about entitlement and humility with gratitude. Well, it's easy to not be grateful for the things we feel like we deserve. Uh, but when we look scripturally at what we actually deserve, uh, it's, it's far worse than what we have today. And it, it, I mean, ultimately, eternally, we deserve hell. We deserve to be separated from God, to be separated from all things that are good because he is good. He is those good things. Um, And so when we consider that, we have to take a stance of humility because none of the good things we've been given are about us. None of them are because of any uh, working of ourselves, but but they're a gift of God. Um, And so when we take a humble stance, we can then really look around, take kind of those rose-colored glasses off and say, wow, all of this is a gift. Um, I'm not actually entitled to any of it. And I, I, I can't hold on to it. You know, I can't take it with me. I can't grasp it tight enough uh, to make sure it stays for tomorrow. But for today, I can be grateful. Well, I am grateful to y'all for being on this podcast. And I'm grateful to y'all for either listening on podcast apps or watching us on Facebook and YouTube. This is Discipleology, a podcast where we talk about all things discipleship. This is making us better as people. We will see you guys next week.